welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. First of all, apologies. The wind noise was really bad, so I'm just going to voice over this intro part, and apologies for any other wind noise throughout this audio. Um, hey there, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. On today's episode of the podcast slash vlog, I'm going to be talking about winter camping. And it's December right now, and I'm not complaining because it's actually pretty nice out, probably 40 to 50, um, so it's pretty warm. But I'm just going to talk through my cheap, budget-minded ways to stay warm when winter camping. A lot of people I feel like are scared of winter camping. Obviously, I'm in Hoosier National Forest right now, and the temps have dropped a bit, and there's no one out here. I've maybe seen one vehicle the whole day. It's just dead. So again, in my opinion, this is the best time to get out. No one's around. It's super peaceful. It's super quiet. But a lot of people, like I mentioned, are scared of it and they don't want to get out because they're afraid of getting too cold and not having any fun. So I'm going to walk you through my strategy for getting out and going in the winter without spending a ton of money. You don't have to buy a buddy heater. You don't have to buy a diesel heater. You don't have to buy a Propex propane heater. You don't need all that stuff. I'm going to give you my three quick, simple tips on how to stay warm when winter camping and how to enjoy yourself. So stay tuned for more on that. All Things Overlanding is brought to you by some fantastic companies. You should definitely check out the description and click through their links to see all the awesome stuff they offer. Companies like Red Arc for all your overlanding power management needs. Last US Bag, tons of amazing quality overlanding bags. Rugged Bound Supply Company, rooftop tents, awnings, roof racks, and more. And Northology Overland, guided overlanding trips and a free overlanding magazine. I'm going to break this episode up into three short little parts. This isn't going to be a super long one because there really isn't any sort of like secret to this, but I'm going to just kind of lay it out very plainly for you so that it's easy to just do this yourself. The first sort of part of it is going to be clothing, most important thing. Second part of this is going to be, you know, strategies or tactics for staying warm without all the expensive plug-in stuff, right? Without needing a battery pack and a power bank and or a deep cycle battery or a lithium battery, dual battery setup, running an electric blanket or a, you know, a propane heater or whatever, or running a, a diesel heater or whatever. And then third will be kind of a tent strategy. So, you know, part of this is how you set up your tent, how you vent your tent, that sort of thing. You want to avoid condensation, but you also want to retain heat. So I'm going to talk you through that as well. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. So let's start with clothing. Again, you can spend a ton of money on clothing, and you probably actually should spend more than I spend on it. I'm pretty cheap, but here's the thing. Clothing is clothing as far as I'm concerned. Yes, you could buy some Columbia stuff. You could buy some really good name brand stuff. It's going to be better. It's going to be better waterproofed. It may have better insulation and things like that, but generally you're talking multiples of money that it costs to buy that kind of clothing versus layering up cheap clothing. So what I'm wearing right now is I've actually got a t-shirt on under this, my trail belt t-shirt under this. I've got a long sleeve sort of flannel-y type shirt under that. Then I've got this fleece uh, high collar jacket sort of thing with my logo on it, which is cool. Um, so I put this fleece 
jacket on over that and then I've got a big heavy jacket that I can put on over this so basically I have four layers you could go even more if you wanted to right you wear a couple t-shirts a couple long sleeve shirts um, sometimes I'll wear the sort of the under armor style like heat trapping shirts too again it wasn't going to be very cold this weekend so I didn't really need it all so I just went with a regular old long sleeve shirt but so layers 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 layer up and you'll be good to go legs and feet very important I feel like it's easy to layer up shirts right we're all familiar with you know generally we'll wear a t-shirt under a, a polo shirt anyways or whatever right like you'll wear layers you're used to that on your upper body but on your lower body at least for me it's generally just jeans um when I go out camping and I know it's going to be winter, what I do is I will put on a pair of regular like ankle high socks and then I'll put on a pair of wool socks over top of that. So I've got a couple layers on my feet and you know right now it's again it's about 40, 45 degrees so it's actually surprisingly warm for December in, in Indiana. Um, my feet are toasty warm. Um, shoes are one place where you may want to spend some more money. So my shoes, I'll put a link to them down in the description below. They're these Nordiv 8 shoes and I really like them a lot. They're great hiking shoes. They're about 40 bucks so they're pretty inexpensive. Um, I got them off Amazon, but they are not intended. They're more of like just a hiking shoe, right? So they're meant to just be worn when you're hiking, not necessarily for cold weather, winter camping. Um, I do believe that they make some more like winter style boots. Um, so you would definitely want to check those out. But so boots would be an important thing where you may want to spend a couple bucks on those. Um, but even regardless of that, with my wool socks and my regular socks and my shoes on, my feet are toasty warm right now. If it was zero degrees, maybe a different story. Might have to have a couple layers of wool socks, may have to have some different shoes. Um, but then from the pants standpoint, so I am currently wearing these like pants with a lot of pockets and stuff in them. Underneath of them, I literally have like a $4 pair of sweatpants from uh, Walmart on. So what I do is I take those, I pull them down, and I pull my wool socks up over the bottom of them. So I'm basically trapping all the heat in there all the way up to my waist. Um, and then I put the other pants on over top. So I'm double layered on the pants down below. And again, I am just perfectly warm out here in this weather. Even this is my setup that I will wear down into like the 10s and 20s. Um, now you'll want more of a coat and then you would, you know, when you get down into the teens and below, then you're going to need gloves and you're going to need some sort of a sock hat. I'm just wearing a baseball cap right now because again, it's pretty unseasonably warm out here, but I do have a really nice big sock hat that I will wear that goes down over my ears um, and keeps in a lot of the heat on my head. But again, all that stuff, I'll put links to it in the description below, is all really inexpensive. I think the hat was 10 or 20 bucks, something like that. Um, and my gloves are cheap too. You don't have to spend a million dollars. You just have to be thoughtful, right? And be thinking about your strategy when you're dressing yourself to come out in the cold. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Alright, so part two. The inexpensive way to keep yourself warm. I personally am a big fan of these hot hands, hand warmers. Um, they're very inexpensive. I think I get like a 20 pack of these for like 15, 20 bucks, something like that. And honestly, I'm pretty cheap, but on a trip I will use maybe two a night. So I will take one and put it down by my feet, break it open, throw it down by my feet, take another one, put it in like my jacket pocket here on my stomach so that I stay warm. And then I wrap up in my zero degree bag and I put a wool blanket over top of me. Um, these also work and are great for sitting around camp, right? Like you can put them in your pockets, put a couple in your pockets and keep your hands warm. 
Um, there are also electrical uh, rechargeable hand warmers, which I use quite a bit too. And I like those because then you buy them once, you can reuse them over and over again, keep them charged up and just keep reusing them. Those are really nice. Plus you can turn them off. Whereas with the chemical ones, they're kind of always on. Once you start it, you got to run it out until it's dead and then it's a throwaway. It's disposable. Um, so again, you don't have to have a diesel heater, which I know the diesel heaters aren't that expensive. I'm not talking about that, but you also have to have a big battery pack or a deep cycle battery or something to run that because it does take a decent amount of power to run a diesel heater, you know, for multiple days or overnight. So, but again, if you just want to get out there without that huge investment of a diesel heater and battery to power that and, you know, that whole system and having to bring diesel fuel and just there's a lot of complexity that comes with that, then something like hot hands would be great or a rechargeable hand warmer are a great way to stay warm during the day and also at night when you're sleeping. <coughs> Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. All right, so now for part three, we're going to actually go up in the tent here. And I'm going to talk you through my strategy for this. So, you know, this is my rugged bound 4x4 tent. Um, I slept in here last night. It got down to about high 20s, low 30s, so not too bad, but, you know, a little chilly. Um, my, my solution for sleeping warm is I have this Coleman zero-degree bag. I really, really like this bag. Um, this is actually my second one. I had the first one. I finally wrecked the zipper in it so it wouldn't zip anymore, so I just bought the exact same bag again. Um, it works really well. It keeps the heat in. It's a mummy-style bag. I don't even usually put my head in it, but I will wrap my lower body up in it just to keep that warm. If it's really, really cold, I will put my head in the mummy part. Um, and then I have this cheap wool blanket that I brought as well. So basically, again, I keep most of my clothes on. It's so like last night I slept in my fleece, my long sleeve, and my short sleeve, my two pairs of pants, and my wool socks. Um, so I basically get in here, get all zipped up. I pull the wool blanket up over me as far as I can, up to my chin if possible, just to kind of double layer myself. And I wrap myself up like a burrito. So. I lay the wool blanket down first and then put the zero degree bag on top of it and then fold it over the top of me and around me so that I'm encased in it. And then again, if it's really cold, I will throw a couple of hot hands down in the bottom and put it in, in like my pocket on my midsection. Then, and then that will keep me pretty warm all night. Now, as far as the tent strategy goes, you've got to be very careful. It's, it's a fine line and probably every tent is different. So I'm just going to give you my strategy here and then you can kind of adapt it and you'll have to test and experiment a little bit to find what works best for you. But so what I have found is I can basically, if it's really, really cold outside, I can vent these windows about an inch, inch and a half at the top. So I would just zip this up until it's just about at the very top up there and then the same on the other side so that it is vented enough that you know some air comes in and it dries out the condensation um, but it doesn't let much of the heat out so like last night I had all three of these windows zipped up so just the very you know just the very top little bit was open and I find that when I do that it does vent enough that I don't get condensation or any sort of water inside the tent and most of the heat is retained so again I slept like a baby last night it was a great night's sleep um, down in the high 20s, low 30s. Um, 
And I've been doing this for years, right? I still do not have, I have a buddy heater. I've never used it in the tent. I don't feel comfortable using it inside the tent um, just because propane, carbon monoxide, you know, fire risk, that kind of stuff. But I mean, I've, for the last like two, three years, I've spent, you know, six to 10 nights out in negative 10 to 20 degree weather with this setup and been just fine. So I think it's pretty easy to do. Um, just play with your tent. Like I said, make sure that you, you know, try venting it very little and then see if you have condensation. Next time you do it, vent it a little bit more. Maybe you don't have condensation, but you're too cold. And then you can kind of narrow down exactly how much venting you need to do to keep the heat in, but avoid condensation. All right, guys, so those are my tips for winter camping. Um, again, I hope that was helpful. I talk a lot about winter camping, so I've probably mentioned some of these things before, but I just kind of wanted to get them all together into one episode where I talked not just about winter camping in general and how great it is, but also like specifically the tips and tricks that I use to be comfortable and actually have a great time when I go out camping. Um, so again, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening on the podcast. Um, if you're not already, make sure to click that subscribe button, click the bell to be notified when new videos drop. Um, I put out a couple videos a, a week and a podcast once a week. Um, so I appreciate you guys listening. Um, if you are watching the video on YouTube and you liked it, hit that like button. Um, down in the description are links to Facebook, Instagram, the podcast if you're on YouTube, YouTube if you're on the podcast. There's also a Patreon page where a bunch of like weekend warriors and DIYers like myself um, kind of come to hang out. So I'd love to have you in that group. And then, of course, the Newbie Overlanders Facebook group is also linked in the description down below. That thing's growing like wildfire, and I love it. There's tons of new people in there and experienced people in there giving people tips. And it's just a super positive place to be. So um, love it if you join that as well. Um, so but again, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you guys next week.